here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. Coming to you on a Thursday. The, uh... You know, this is a, this is actually new for us because normally we do record the show a day before, but you're right. going to hear this mere hours after we record it, which is it's fresh. It's the freshest you're ever going to get it. This is happening episode. Short of it being live, I guess. I mean, we used to do this during the pandemic. We've had a lot of strange iterations. I remember during the pandemic, we were, we just started doing. So, like, if the show was supposed to air on weekends and it was supposed to be two hours, we would do like you know. 30 minutes a day four days four times right. a week right yeah. however lots of times we would go long so on the fourth day you would get like a six minute episode which didn't make <laughs> any sense because we had to fit it into the time and it was just like what was left over exactly so then it just became well i guess we'll do this and so that was a weird time just like little news briefs of well people are still dying i can't go outside there's no hand sanitizer back to you yeah. Um, Although I I I I, I kind of like the way we've been doing it. I feel like that's the the most comfortable. Just the hour, the fifty two minutes and thirty yeah. seconds. Yes. Yeah. And then you can digest the content, snackable content. <laughs> I don't know when you listen, but thanks for listening. Um, today's show. I would like to start apparently with airplane seats, as you were just on an airplane. I was just, I, I flew back. I was in Florida uh, for the past five days or whatever, and I just flew back. I had the rare empty flight. Really? In the first two rows of, mm-hmm. of the first, what is it, 12 seats in the first two rows? What airline? JetBlue. So no one paid for legroom. Per, per, yeah, but even no one paid for like me and one other lady paid for legroom, and then uh, even like the rows behind, I didn't see a single full row the entire plane. So what I'm just hearing there are people are cheap because see people complain about airlines, um, you know, nickel and diming them. Without a doubt, they do. Okay, however, it doesn't have to be as bad as it is. It just costs more money, and well, so. What? Go ahead. Well, no, go no, ahead. Go ahead. They, no. I, I think that there was some sort of bill going through, or, or the, the White House might have signed some executive order, and I didn't read deeper into it to figure out exactly what it was, whether they actually got it done or they're just saying they're trying to. But all the extra fees and the add-ons and the like, the baggage fees and things like that, it's pretty much like, if you give me a price, the resort fees at hotel, where you pay so much for a night, and then you get there, and they're like, oh, that's a $75 a night resort fee. I think they might have done something to like stop that shit. I don't think so. I can't imagine the airline industry would have been okay with that. Well, they wouldn't have much choice. If you pass a law, that's why we have a government. Yeah, but isn't that is also there, why they, we have lobbyists and shit? Like, like ultimately, yeah, so I don't, don't believe- don't have to yeah. follow the laws, yeah. Yeah. You, so so you, the laws are in their favor. So you think the airline industry just went from charging per bag and for legroom to not doing it, and that's not a bigger national story? I'm saying that I think there's something coming down the pike where they have to combine those fees, where they can't hit you all separately. They can charge you for it, so but it's got to be done all at once and not like, oh, yeah, and by the way, this. Oh, yeah, and by the way, this. And oh, yeah, by the way, this. It's pretty much like, dude, here's your bill. Well, so, but here's the thing. What if I'm not checking a bag? Yo, listen, I use that as an example, right? But I think it's more it's it like it's more in like, you know, how like you get your cable bill or your phone bill and there's like a tower maintenance fee or there's a, you know, connection surcharge. You can't do that on airlines? I no, but I think that like those type of fees and those sort of add-ons and things like that, I had seen something where there was measures to reduce that. Also, not to be like the guy with the big long Uber trip last week, but isn't it the friggin' government's fault in the first place for half those fees? There's like nine eleven recovery fee or something. There's No, those there's- are all made up. I think they give them those names to make people think that they're part of the government, and that's uh that's what they're saying. Is You're like- telling me that that nine eleven tax thing is not a real thing. I don't know anything about it, but I would bet you that it's not. Hold on, let me let me see. I would bet you that it, that that like it's it, it's it might be some sort of charity. Like no. to me, that sounds like a charity. Which, by the way, can we talk while I'm looking up uh, random airline receipts? I have, and I have a lot of them due to my travel. But can we talk about this new thing at, let's say, self checkouts at CVS and Stop and Shop or whatever? It's like, do you want to round up and and give the money away? No. No, I don't. 
there, there, there was there was a, a South Park episode about the guilt giving. What and what 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 did they determine? Just basically fuck off. By the way, am I coming through the queue to you in studio? Because I keep hearing myself a little bit. Uh, and you shouldn't be, but I no no, it's like an speaker. echo. Yeah, it's something. It's probably my headphones. Yeah, well, so so like like when something is you know six oh seven, they're like, would you give ninety three cents to a local thing? It's like I don't know. You're the big corporation. Why don't you do it? Why, why they better rematching it? I I um I think I accident not accidentally, but I think on one that I like clicked over it on my uh, Grubhub or something. And then I realized four months later, it's still doing it to me. I'm like, I don't want to keep doing this. So how much have you just been uh, donating I, to I, local causes? That's nice. Yeah, I think I, I who even knows who even knows what cause it is. OK, all right. Like, that's pulling- the thing is they're not always clear. Like, oh, for hunger. All right. So I'm pulling up a JetBlue receipt. Of course, when you get the receipt in your email, you have to then like request the full receipt. Like you, you don't see the, uh, you know, the whole thing. When you buy it, right? Right. So I can't no, even. Wait, hold, hold on one second. When you're saying 9/11, do you think that it's? And this is this is a real question. I'm not going to have an accurate answer. I can almost assure you of that. Is it now? When you say you said 9/11 recovery fee? Yeah, there's some shit. Yeah. Is, is this a calendar date or a phone number? Um. Hold on. N- because no. everything that I'm seeing is that when there's a nine, it's a 911 recovery fee. Yeah. And that, and it might even be like I'm getting Canadian stuff too. I don't th- hold on. I'm looking at receipt. Here we go. Taxes and fees. So there's like I'm looking. So taxes. So fees are them, and they're not telling you which one's a tax and which one's a fee. That's true. Yeah. For example, I have a $500 flight coming home from a trip from Phoenix for next year. Okay. Taxes and fees are $51.16. But yes, they do not say what each one is taxes and carrier and post fees are 26 dollars. i don't know how any of this works i need to i'm gonna just book a random trip right now let's see i'm gonna go from lax you're just gonna book one now just to see what comes up yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go lax we're gonna depart i don't know that day we're coming back that day great well because i there's definitely something about like 9-11 fund or some shit and you can't opt out of it Okay, now hold on. This is what it is. This is from CNBC. I found an article on CNBC that was October 26th. Speaking at a, at the White House. God, this segment they're, they're talking about getting away or getting rid of junk fees. Okay. Well, what are junk fees, Ryan? I'm trying to find that. You see, you're making me read an article live on the air. I'm trying to find the exact part. Okay. The Biden administration's latest initiative is reducing junk fees. It's been months in the making. Um, For example, the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau rolled out new guidance Wednesday, prohibiting banks from charging surprise overdraft fees and debt transactions and fees on deposits that later bounce. Okay. So I'm looking at I'm I have a flight from uh, from Delta Airlines right now. Okay, here are the taxes and fees on top of the so the fare of this random trip I I picked was nine hundred and forty six dollars because it was around Christmas, right? Right. That here are the taxes and fees: U.S. transportation tax seventy one dollars and four cents. Not uh, U.S. passenger facility charge nine dollars. United That's States. Blue. This is Delta, by the way. United Delta, States whatever. flight segment tax domestic. That seems. I They're don't using know. the word tax, so it makes it seem like it might be real, but it sounds a little weird. United States passenger civil aviation S- security service fee. That's that sounds like you're paying for their security. That Th- they're that's passing. The that's the thing a surcharge. That I think ultimately is like the 9/11 one. No, he this cited- is a, the fee is currently 560 per one way trip in the air transportation that originates at an airport in the U.S. This is a TSA.gov security fee. We're paying for the TSA. So that's uh-huh. what I'm saying. When the fucking government turns around and tells me, oh, we're trying to get rid of all these fees, it's like, I would say you're the majority of them. He cited processing fees for concert tickets, resort fees. Of course, I get a pop-up right there. Thank you. Resort fees at hotels, excessive credit card late fees, airline booking fees, and termination charges to keep consumers from switching cable or internet plans at some as some of the fees in the administration is tackling. Yeah, but what about the ones that they added on, which you, you brought up like all oh, the airline fees? The airline fees seem to come direct from the government other than, you know, baggage and seats, which are pretty clear. One. You had that one. You said one. Uh, uh, the whole bill was like $100, and about 80 of it was government taxes and shit. Well, yeah, there are taxes, but what, but you also know, dude, like, like you get, like, come on. 
you're pretending like you don't know that you show up at a hotel and they said that it's going to be $175 a night, oh, but no, it's really but like it's, 250 But also, like, it's not like you show up at a hotel. You'd have to be an idiot to do that. They show you when you book that there's going to be a resort fee. It's not a surprise. Usually, yeah, but it's bullshit. Fuck you for doing it. Like, it makes me hate the hotel. Like, every time it is a surprise. Like, you told me it's this price. Like, but they didn't price. tell you it's that price. It's on the fucking thing when you check in out. Fine, in, in fine print. No. Like, they hide. They Dude, they hide it for a reason. You, they're doing it in segments like that to hide it and make it look cheaper. You know that well, that's what they're well, doing. Well, yes, they're trying to make it look cheaper, but it's much in the same way that any company does shit like that. Oh, the 99 cent store. Oh, it's 99 cents and up? In this store, I thought everything was ninety nine cents. It's right, not. But it's, but it's not. You don't buy. You don't go to the ninety nine cent store and buy a Halloween mask for three dollars, and then you get to the cash register and they say, "Oh, yes, it's three dollars plus tax. Plus, there's also a dollar general uh, aisle fee." Let me be clear. This is bullshit, and I hate it. But the the counter argument to this is no one is making you pay it. No, you're right, but this is this is the exact same. This is Mark. This is I'll put it in terms you understand. Oh, don't talk to me like I'm a fucking idiot. This is charging for condiments. This is going into the restaurant mm. and getting a cheeseburger, and the cheeseburger is eight dollars and seventy five cents. And then they're like, "Oh, if you want ketchup, that's an extra fifty cents." Honestly, that example did uh, did change my opinion on it because I do I hate the charging of condiments. Th- that's what resort fees are. Resort fees are charging for ketchup, and you're just a bad fucking business owner that doesn't know how to do math and work in the price. Yes, that's all. So I, anyway. I, uh, why we started talking about airline seats is there's a new airline seat in development. By the way, did you have a window on the plane? Were you a happy boy I, with your window? I had two windows on the plane. I, and I just want to say that I'm all about – I'm glad that somebody – thank you to uh, the president for uh, finally looking at some of this shit and getting rid of them. Please do it. Yes, Unlike but actually do it. the act that I thought was going to happen. Well, I mean, hey, they got about – how many more days do we have till he can't do anything? Like five? <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess tackle this. Sure. (laughs) This is important to me. Like 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 Joe Biden will be like, listen, so we lost the Senate, we lost the House, however, you will no longer be charged for towels. So like it's it's at least like practical and something that that does affect everybody. I just I like when a resort fee has a bunch of shit that they know that no one's using. Like I want to be like, yeah. Give me the yoga class. Give me the free juice that I'm sure is around at, here somewhere. I made them at Mandalay Bay once. Um, tell me what the, it was included in the resort fee. And they're like, well, use of the pool and gym. Uh, you'll also get a free copy of USA Today and free incoming faxes. Great. <laughs> Why didn't Thanks. you just send a shitload of faxes? <laughs> right? Free incoming faxes. Fuck you, Mandalay Bay, for doing that. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, airlines, there's a proposal right now for double-decker airline seats. I sent you this. Did you did you look at the photo, Ryan? I did, I did look at the photo. Okay. And there's there's part, I like, I was a little divided on it. So you, because this was a hard no for me. I'm going to tell you why. So basically, okay. like, if you're sitting, it would be like you slide into your pod. And truthfully, it does look like maybe you would have more room yeah. than you normally have. Right. However... You'd have more room in your legs and there would be like, let's say you're sitting in a chair. There would be like another chair at face level for you where someone's ass would be and you're just getting farted on the entire flight. (laughs) I mean, like the thing is, if if they did this, they would have to do away with reclining seats. You could not have reclining seats because they would recline into your head. It also looks like airlines would or planes would have to be taller. Maybe that's easy enough to do, I think. I, well, I, I mean, or you just give up sure. a little, little cargo space. Yeah. They have to take, but this this is just, I can't imagine, I would have to be a top row seat guy. I don't think I could sit You're with somebody's a ass. row seat guy? No. So you would like this? Because it seems like it would also be constricting, especially if you're in the middle seat on the bottom. Or, Listen, or. I don't get to use it that often. I've only ever done it like I've been lucky enough where I got upgraded once and once where I actually paid for it because it because it was kind of cheap. It was a deal. Um, but I feel like as far as uh, lay flat first class goes. Yeah. 
that this would be ideal because you would you, like the late class first first class is like you get to lay flat. But this is like you'd have like your own little train cabin. That's assuming you get the whole thing to yourself. I mean, plus well, in the first ha- class section, I think you would. You have little pods to begin with in a lot of first class. I am of the belief, by the way, that if a first class flight does not have lay flats, what's the point? Yeah. They better be a big comfy chair and free liquor. Well, there's free. I mean, you really you how how much are you drinking on a plane that if you I'm, need? If I'm in first class, then it means that it's a really long flight. Yeah, but so okay, back to that point. How much are you drinking on a plane? So if I get a drink, like if I'm like I, when I flew down to Florida this last week, I guess technically I drank four little bottles because I'd had two drinks. I did two doubles. That doesn't strike you. It's, it's like a two and a half hour flight, right? Yeah. You got to have so four drinks. So drink an hour. I, no, I had two drinks because I drank two doubles. That's, yeah, but. <laughs> four drinks, sure. It's four drinks. But, but that's basically, it's a drink an hour. I think four, I think that's a lot on a plane. Is it not? I mean, I guess. I don't think, I don't think it's, what else are you going to do? I'm sitting up there. I wasn't driving when I was done. I, you know, I'm going on vacation. Uh, that's fine. I'm just saying. So how much did that cost you? Uh, what is it? Seven, eight dollars a bottle. So probably thirty or forty bucks. Jesus Christ! But you see, that's that's okay because I'm like, I want to buy this, and they gave me a price for it, and I paid it. So that that's the thing. That's the whole thing with with checking bags, with reclining seats, with all that. Well, it's- the checking the checking bags, and I get what you're saying. The checking bags and the upgraded seat, like yeah, that's something you're paying for. But the resort fee is something you didn't ask for, and they just force you to pay for shit you don't want. Yeah, but more often than not, the internet's included, and you need that. No, the well, sure, if they want to say the internet's included, but but I'd rather I'd rather pay three dollars a day. At my choice than to, than to pay a fifty dollar resort fee. All right, uh, let's let's move on. You said you had a story about a very impressive climber. Uh, well, I don't know if it's very impressive, but I don't know. So, I almost got uh, what's the right word? Mm, I don't even know. I mean, duped into it. Okay. It was a story that was all over. If you watched any form of news, cable news over the last week or so, right? You saw the story about this eight-year-old kid climbing El Capitan. Okay. So that's why I have no idea what this is about because I didn't watch any of that filth. <laughs> well, you're you're familiar with El Capitan? Or uh, yes. It's one of my favorite operating systems. Oh, I didn't even know it was an OS. Okay. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's in Yosemite. Okay. And it's a mountain that's in Yosemite. And it's one of the, apparently one of the hardest mountains in the world to climb. It's sort of like, you know, you get the feather in your cap if you've climbed Yosemite or if you've climbed El Capitan. It's a 3,000 foot. Yeah. So there's apparently a kid set a record to be the youngest kid or youngest person to climb El Capitan. Uh, He's supposed to be eight years old and went up with his dad. And it was all over the news because there was pictures of them coming out, sleeping on the side overnight and like, you know, on social media saying how this eight year old is going to set the world record for being the youngest kid to climb. Okay. All the serious climbers are pissed. Why? Because they said he didn't climb it. That he got to the top and they basically are saying that what they did is instead of climbing it, they sent two climbers up ahead of them that placed the ropes and um, they just basically climbed the ropes. So they use the little device that, you know, you, you push it up the rope and then you pull yourself behind it, and push it up and pull you. And so they never actually climbed the face of the rock. They Somebody else, two other people climbed the face of the rock and they just climbed the rope. OK, so a lot of thoughts on this from Zietz. Let me tell you, first of all. And just, I mean, in big neon lights, who gives a shit? I, you're just anyone who's like, I'm going to go climb this rock. I've always said, why? And, and then when you tell me because it's there, it's like, why don't you get a job because we have an economy? Why don't you just not bother climbing a fucking rock? Also, I don't care if this kid did it or not, but let me tell you this, Ryan, terrible. And I mean, capital T terrible parenting by this guy. <laughs> this, he's eight. And you got him yeah. sleeping on the side of a goddamn mountain? Well, no. that's what people are, that's what people, the, the serious climbers, is that sort of what they're saying is they're like, listen, the kid's eight. And if he really can climb it, good for him. But if he's eight and he, and you guys are cheating to do this, it means he doesn't know what he's doing and that he's in a horrible, dangerous situation and shouldn't be there. 
So, so what I what I love about these real climbers that are mad about this is they're saying this kid didn't climb it. He's too young. So the alternative, like what they're saying, is make him do it for real. But also, it's dangerous. He might die. <laughs> no, but, no, no. What they're saying is that is that he didn't do it, and it was really stupid that they would they would. Well, try what are they? It's like not. This. Who cares? It's not like he got prize money for doing it. It's not like he hit. You know what this is like? This is gay marriage to me. No, but hold on, hold on. Before I'll let you go. But do you want me to maybe correct you first or not? Was there a prize? This is from the LA, the LA Times. Other questions about the project were also raised, including how donations were being used. The San Francisco Chronicle reported that Baker, who on his personal website referred to himself as a life coach, filmmaker, and entrepreneur, yes, clearly, st- clearly an asshole. Think, think, think <laughs> about all those. Have you ever met anyone that wasn't trying to sell you, uh, I don't know, Tupperware or a face scrubber or some shit? No one who's like, I'm a life coach. Who, who? What a stupid job, by the way. <laughs> it's like an un, it's sort of like what an, an unlicensed therapist right yeah if you're a life coach and an entrepreneur and a filmmaker those are three things that are like i don't have a real job those are all three startups that are solely based on you being like and now i'm this he reportedly said in news interviews that the money would be used to help foster children and that America's Kids Belong, a nonprofit adoption agency in Colorado, had confirmed it had been in contact with Baker and accepted the donations. But the website chronicling the climb, which includes multiple links asking for donations, said the money would be used to create a film that inspires parents to do big things with their kids. So I guess on one hand, he was collecting money saying it was going to be for foster kids. And on the other hand, he's saying he's going to make a movie about it. Well, that's a totally different issue. That's a totally different issue. Can I go back to why I think these people complaining about this kid climbing the mountain is gay marriage? Because it doesn't affect you. Who cares? Let the kid say he climbed Everest. Uh, what they, we don't it's not like it's in a job interview. They're going to be like, well, this is the kid that climbed El Capitan. No one cares. Think about this. Who cares? I'm going to say, I'm going to start saying I won the 86 World Series. No one can, <laughs> you know, what does it change? When apparently the father did did say that, like, is that he called his eight-year-old officially the youngest person to climb El Capitan, but acknowledged it was by rope ascent where other climbers fix lines ahead So of this kid needs an asterisk. Yeah, yes, yes. All right. Okay, so this kid's life is bullshit now. His entire... <laughs> but, but seriously, back to his father. His father... This just strikes me as 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 almost like a stage parent because he hasn't been able to break through with being an entrepreneur or a filmmaker or whatever. And again, I know so very look little. At my kid do it. Yeah. Well, he's made his kid the main character in his own little hundred and twenty seven hours. Yes. Uh, fair enough. Uh, and I know nothing about this guy, but if you met anyone in your it, like, if you met anyone in your every day anytime you meet somebody that's like oh rise and grind we're gonna do big things <laughs> ah they suck and would you would you agree with me that it sounds like this guy is that guy uh it it sort of sounds like it. like there is a certain level of like you smell the bullshit and i, I don't know him but like he's he's checking he's checking off some of the boxes that uh yeah i one time went to an event and i got paired like it was like a like a seated thing mm-hmm. and it was my wife and i and we had to sit with this guy that was like, I don't even remember what he was, but it was like, he was like an ultra marathoner. And that was oh. like his job. And, and Or he was like an adventurer for okay. like as his job. And it's just like, it just fucking sucks because every story is like, so when I like there's it's first of all, and I understand it's, it's a, it's part of. You know, anyone's career, like you relate with your job and it is what it is, but it's impossible. It was impossible to listen to this guy without him sounding like an asshole because he'd be like, well, when I was on Everest, and it was like, okay, man. All right. I went to Stop and Shop <laughs> last week. Like just. And then I remember that at one point this guy, he like released a book that it was something like just walk for 12 hours. That's the book. That's it. Yeah. It's just a 12 hour walk. Just it is him like talking about his walk for twelve hours? No, it's like you can clear your mind if you just walk for twelve hours. Oh, I mean that's true. And he went to I Yale think after twelve hours. You, you the reason your mind would be clear is you're like fuck, I got blisters. Yeah, I'm starving. This is, I just like I just can't. I cannot associate associate because I just don't understand anyone that's like yes, I'm going to do these things. Like I like, I I just don't have the stamina. 
So, I, dude, I can't, I, I can't imagine. And listen, I know people do it, and and, and it's fine. But like, why, why would you want to sleep on the side of a mountain? I don't know. I have no idea. It seems like it would be terrifying. Like, I, I have a thing that we put up on the window for my cats, right? Which is just two suction, four suction cups, and it comes out on two wires, and it's like a cat bed. But it's like the type of beds you put in the mountain, right? And even that, I'm afraid that one of the suction cups is going to come undone and hurt my cat. And they would just fall about four and a half feet. Right. I can't imagine sleeping on a mountain. The problem is... Like, I, I could probably get into the sleeping bag, into the little hammock, and get it on the side of the mountain. But what I do when I'm sleeping is, like, I'm a different person. I am a little bit of a sleepwalker. Well, I don't think so, you would. I think you strap yourself in. I would hope so. I would imagine. Um, there's another, I guess, I guess if uh, rock climbing isn't your thing, there's another possible career choice you could take here. That what is I it? wonder uh, how you feel. Because you know how these jobs come up every once in a while and, and shows like the mashup love like this is this is our fucking bread and butter. Mm-hmm. When I see shit like this, there was one a year ago we talked about where uh, the job was to move to Antarctica and run a post office and count penguins. Hopefully it's a payday for you with that job. Am I right? <laughs> Apparently thousands, tens of thousands of people applied and they picked four. Um, but this one, this is... Uh, How much mail co- is going out over there? Why do they need four? I guess there's lots of penguins to count. Okay. All right. So it's primarily a penguin counting. But you know who they should have hired? Ooh. Mr. Popper. Anyway. <laughs> this company will send you on a two-year RV trip to visit breweries. Ugh, sounds terrible. So they're looking. They're looking to hire somebody uh, that will get in an RV and well, basically, they want you to drive around and visit all 500 plus of their breweries that apparently they're associated with. So you're a professional drunk driver, is what Pretty I'm hearing. Much, yeah. They're giving you the RV so that if you get to one of these breweries and you drink, and then there's not a hotel in town or you can't get, a, you just basically sleep in the RV. But you have to drive the RV. You don't get a driver. As the actual pay, the company says that they're only offering a daily stipend of $50, meaning that despite all the free drinks and free rent in the RV, uh, the salary is about $18,000 a year. That's a terrible deal. Do you have to buy your own gas? I think that they're covering the gas. Terrible job. Basically, is they want you to drive around to all these breweries. (laughs) They're just trying to make you a destitute alcoholic. That's all the job is. Yeah, like the lowest paid Yelp reviewer. What do you do? Uh, like, how would you be? It's like, well, I drink, I drink beers, and when I'm not drinking beers, I sleep in my RV. It's like, oh, would you want to go to Applebee's and have a and have dinner? No, cannot afford it. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I mean, you're making three hundred fifty dollars a week. They want you to travel across America and turn all those stops into the North America's ultimate ale trail. You're the, you're apparently the bushwhacker out there making the trail for the first time. Who would let's the say you're is, this company? Yeah. Anyone who wanted to do this, could they be trusted to do this? You know what I'm saying? The, like like the type the of person. O- the only listed job requirements are that the applicants must have a valid United States driver's license and be able to drive an RV and be over the age of 21. To to apply, they also have to provide evidence of their love of breweries and distilleries with images and videos highly recommended. Okay, what I would do is I would just submit multiple DUI mugshots and I would be like, I love beer. You think this happened on Chardonnay? It did not. This is a beer belly. I'm a beer guy. You know so many people, though, that would, like, jump at this. Like, in, in, in a month, I'm going to get the back end of this story where where 25,000 people applied and they picked one guy and his name's going to be Gavin. And then he'll He's realize gonna... that he ruined his life. <laughs> He's going to be, a, like, a recent graduate of, of you know, he's going to be a resident of Colorado Springs, graduated college five years ago. You know, sometimes I do think, am I, like, I see... I have a couple friends that, uh, granted, I don't know where they find the money, and they don't have children, but they are almost transient, it seems, where she's like, she'll just be like, I'm in Australia now, now yeah. I'm in India, now I'm, and, and it does every so often make me think, like, am I living life wrong? Like, am I not eat, pray, loving my life properly? 
<laughs> what are they doing in these places? I don't know. It seems like just fucking around, riding camels. I, I, I don't know, making like, connections. It, it also, truthfully though, I know, I know this sounds terrible, right? But this is this is a there's a hundred percent a thought that I have. I see this girl making all these friends in other countries and being like, can't wait to see Lucy again or whatever. And my prevailing thought is just, that's too many friends. I can't, I can't imagine, like, I have a tough enough time dealing with, like, I have friends in Arizona I talk to, like, once every 18 months, and they're in Arizona, as opposed to, I have enough time managing Fairfield, Connecticut, and parts of Manhattan. I can't, I can't start making friends all over the world. Worldwide, I know. I understand. And so, I do wonder, though, like, am I not... Like, it's a weird feeling to realize, and maybe you've never had this thought, but I have. There's parts of the world I will just never see for no other reason, in large part, than I was too lazy to go. Like, I've had all the time that I don't want to go to. But why isn't the is it? Are we supposed to just experience like like because all right, people are like, oh, I want to spend time with my family and whatever. I mean, granted, you could make the, the argument I'm about to make. You could also make about going places, but like ultimately, you're all just going to be dead. So you might as well go to Russia once, I guess. Sure. And yet, I, mean, I, I don't want to. You've only got so much time, and maybe this isn't a hard and fast rule, right? But the majority of the time, when I pick the go place, I'm going to want to go someplace in a, in a city. Like, I'm not going to want to always go, like, out in a rural area where you're trekking on an exotic animal. The one thing, yeah, speaking of that, the one thing I will say is a trip that I did that I would say is totally worth it is safari. It was dope. All right. Super cool. Okay. But only if the animals are in their natural habitat. You can't go to a place with fences. Don't do that. Like the, what's the one at Disney? Oh, Animal Kingdom? Yeah. The, yeah, fuck that's, that That's thing. like a safari, right? Yeah, it's exactly like a safari, buddy. <laughs> no, but, but like, I'm trying to think of where I want to go in the world, and I there's so much of the world that you never see or that you never experience. In fact, there's so much of the, America is even a little bit different all over the place. Now, I don't think right. America is as different as people make it out to be. From no, place because to place. Every, every place is exactly the same. There's there's four lane roads and strip malls. Exactly. And it looks exactly the same in every city in I this know, country. I know. You've been very adamant that you do not like it. Very that. vocal about this. But, but I mean, more like even it, it's just all, you know, like I'm never going to, I'm probably never going to go to Peru. There's nothing against okay. Peru. I just don't, it's with the limited time. Now, I guess if I had all the money in the world. Then why not? I But yeah, but when you got to. When you got to choose between, let's say, Rome or Peru, are you really going to choose Peru? Is anyone well, choosing Peru what first? It, is, it depends on what it is you like. I mean, I think for I me, think it's pasta and pizza. So, Peru hence, first. I'm going to say Italy. Yeah, but if you like quinoa and mountains, you would pick Peru. And yet, I feel like I'm missing out on something I don't even really want to do. I just have FOMO already, but about the entire Earth. See, I think mine like is more like because I know that I want to get in a good trip to Japan one day, right? Like I, I, I'd love, I'd love to spend a couple weeks in Japan. But should I be not doing things like I just did that? I went to Florida for a week. Should I be like instead of going to see my friends? Should I have put that money in a bank account and said that's my that's my Japan account? I mean, you could make the argument you probably should have. Yeah, because otherwise, where are you going to get this Japan money? True. That's a long flight. I got to pay for the laydown. And that's going to be expensive. Oh, it's going to be very expensive. Yeah. Uh, I saw something in the New York Post that I just thought was so strange where Dick Vitale, you know, of uh, ESPN, awesome baby fame. College basketball fame. Yeah. I don't know why this struck me as so funny, but Dick Vitale makes emotional plea for Tom Brady and Giselle to reconcile. And it's like. Well, what about their children? Why are we asking Dick Vitale? <laughs> why are they asking? Or they, did he volunteer this? Did somebody ask him? Like, why, I guess why he, did this he, come up? He tweeted on Monday, all right? He tweeted out Monday. This is a, a tweet from at Dickie V. And he says, uh, and he tags them in it, which is just so fucking funny to me. I am hoping that at Tom Brady and at Giselle Official get back to happy times and re 
just doesn't know how to do to type right. He he's, he types like he talks and reunite like at the Sly Stallone and his wife Jennifer did after a break. Then he links to an article where Sylvester Stallone says the brief spit from split from wife Jennifer was a very tumultuous time, but you know it it made them stronger or something. I'm not gonna bother reading that piece, but okay, you know, um, and it's just so he goes on. So the post. The New York Post, this is why the New York Post is great sometimes. They call Dick Vidal and they say, <laughs> sir. Because why not? What do you have to say about, you know, Tom Brady and, and Giselle? And he said, I have simply seen many picks over the years of the fantastic passion in the open they demonstrated with each other and the love they both have for their young children. Oh, no, this is via text message. Okay. Sorry. Thus, I hope ultimately they can sit down with a professional and work out their differences. <laughs> can you imagine being famous in the sense that you can tweet out some shit that's like, oh man, I hope Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber are still friends. And somebody's like, can you tell me more about why you feel this way? Yeah, well, tell me. There was, there was something that came out and it, it, dude, it's on the, it's on the Drudge Report and it has been for two days. And, and the headline is Britney, St- Britney Spears is trapped as a baby doll pop star because of her traumatic past. Do you know who said that? Who? A celebrity stylist. Oh. Like the Sun has this giant article, uh, like evaluating Britney's mental state and why she acts like she does, and and like it's it's sort of like not front page. I get maybe I guess you could call it front page news. Okay. It's it's right there. It's been on Drudge for two days, and the source is some stylist who doesn't even fucking know her. Well, let me ask you this, Ryan. Like like what kind of brilliant? Who 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 gets well, the byline well, on well, this? Well, let me ask you this. Oh, it's the Sun. They don't put bylines. Can I ask you something? Yes. Yeah. If you were walking down the street in my neighborhood. And you walk by my neighbor's house. It's like a nice, you know, two-story house, and it was on fire. Mm-hmm. Would you need to be a firefighter to say, we should get everyone out of that house? <laughs> no, probably so, not. But, but I don't know that I would be the first person to run in. I would call nine. Oh, Emily Bussey. No, let me Emma, tell you. Emma Bussey. Good, good, good work here, Emma Bussey. As, as we've talked about, I'm glad that Britney Spears is allowed to, you know, not be in a conservatorship or whatever was happening. But uh, I don't know if it was for the best. I can't definitively say that was for the best. I mean, I, I, she seems better now than she was in the she conservatorship. She seems to kind of like posting photos where there's emojis over her tits. I don't, I don't know why. But, I mean, like, that's so many people. That doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. Mm-hmm. That, this all said, I do hope that Tom Brady and Giselle get back together. <laughs> No, no, I'm dead because not a lot of celebrity marriages affect me. Not like this affect. Like I, it's not like I didn't eat. But I, 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 I will say that the two of them, I thought it was pretty great that they were both. They both seemed equally, you know, important in their fields of work. They uh-huh. both had equal amounts of money for the most part. If 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 she may have even had more, and it seemed like they were both super famous, but also like until maybe a little bit recently, like not super into the celebrity. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I just, I I believed in them. Also, I hate when there's a movie, like that Man in the Arena Tom Brady documentary. There's like a whole episode that's like, oh my God, without Giselle, what would I do, right? It's like when you watch Howard Stern's private parts now and he's like, and my wife, Allison. And it's yes. like, well... I, maybe I'm wrong about this, right? And and I'm just gonna, I don't want to call out anyone's marriage or say it, but sometimes I feel like when you're that famous... Hmm. You don't actually fucking love each other. I, 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 there's part of me that like doesn't believe that there was any ever love between Tom and Giselle, that it was a marriage of convenience. You're famous. I'm famous. Uh, we should get married. We're both famous. But what and makes you children, say that? Just because like, I, I, I like, listen, I, how hard it is to find a person. Hmm. Like it's not an easy task yeah. to find someone uh, out in the world that you can get along with every day. Yeah. And and the fact that it's just happens to be the other most famous person on the planet? Well, I don't think they're the they're, most famous people on the planet, but you I get to, what I'm saying. To though. your point though, that that is I it, mean like it, of, of all the people in the world, it is so hard and just like, oh yeah, that person's famous, they'll do. Well, what you're saying is you're basing your opinion in the idea that there is one possible person for everyone out there. 
Well, in in the in that there is maybe an ideal person, and that and that the majority of people, I think the majority of people in their marriages settle because they're sort of like, ah, oh, well, we're dating. I guess you know we should get married. She wants to get married, or he wants to get married, or we're pregnant, and so they get married. And 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 or like or you know, there's I don't think I'm going to find anyone else. I think a lot of people just hit the line and do it. This is interesting. And and like like I'm gonna I'm gonna say another one. Like I feel like Jay Z and Beyonce are the same way. I don't know that necessarily that this is the world's most romantic love story of deep, like, love that you can't get away from each other. It doesn't need to be. You're getting admiration from literally everywhere else. Right. You're famous. I'm famous. We're the most famous. There's no one else as famous as us. We might as well do it. We get along, right? Okay, wait. Like, I'm not saying they hate each other. Have you ever said this on the mashup? Because I feel like people would freak out. Oh, people would freak out. But but because like it's supposed to like it's about the fairy tale there. Right. They they absolutely like like every every celebrity marriage or everyone is an absolute fairy tale. And it happens when when I just I, I just I, I, I don't buy it. Well, of course not. But but at the same time, think about people, you know, like there's probably Chris and Joanna and they, they were in the graduating high school class of 1981 and they got married. Why? Because out of everyone in the world, they both just happened to fucking go to the same high school and they found each other. No, it's they have a lot of shared experiences together that creates kinship. Think about what Jay-Z goes through on a better on a daily basis. Who could understand a lot of that better than Beyonce? Uh, right, and you're saying almost exactly what I'm saying. No, no, I'm not saying th- it's a marriage of convenience. I'm saying, like, ultimately, you if you're a celebrity, I understand why you have to end up with another celebrity because a normal person can't understand the ridiculous shit. Like, I disagree th- with that. I, I totally disagree. with. I think once you're there for a few minutes, like maybe right at the beginning you might not, but once you're there a few minutes, you get used to it. Also, if anything, I think your idea... Of of a celebrity ending up with a normal is 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 more fairy tale than anything else. <laughs> like you know, Tom Brady's just gonna go through a drive through or something and rescue some girl from a life of poverty. No, She'll I'm be like, "You're coming with me, babe." I'm not necessarily saying like a, a complete like you know just so no you, affiliation. No, but but I'm saying even somebody like the, you the, want a Clooney Amal situation, right? Like, like, there's no, and I can't think of one off the top of my head, right? But there, and, and I'm just picking on Tom these Brady it's and not, Angela Markle. They'd be perfect. Sure, Angela. <laughs> no, powerful. But like, somebody not super famous, but you know. Well, like it, when we bring it back to Britney, she's dating like some sort of agent, right? Merkel, by the way, I guess her name is whatever. Uh, Britney, the German prime minister. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's I feel like she'd be a well-known Former. woman, but like <laughs> successful in her own right, but not super famous. Kind of a badass, you know, yeah. a little alpha personality. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, I, I like I, I just mean more like you don't have to be somebody rich and famous. You can be somebody behind the scenes that knows a little bit about it. You can you can date a powerful lawyer or like a heart surgeon or a, like I don't understand. I, I think a lot of the when they're either the two most famous people, I call bullshit right away. Well, I don't think I don't know if Tom Brady's relationship would work with a heart surgeon because I think a model is perfect because when he's like, oh, God, I'm mad. And she'd be like, oh, because you didn't win the football game and he'd be like oh was it hard taking pictures like like this is where it's it's a heart surgeon you're like i'm mad and then she's like i lost a child today in surgery it's like oh fuck how would this work you know well they probably should have they were operating on the wrong person it sounds like Mm, you know what i mean so (laughs) so like the it's just the heart surgeon shouldn't be operating on the pregnant lady no she lost a child it was a baby heart surgery oh ryan she's a neonatal heart surgeon okay she's like just because she's a woman you don't think she can do that job (laughs) wow not progressive at all i'm sorry but no, but, and listen, I'm not saying that their marriages are unhappy, but like I just I just when you when when you base your whole relationship on hey, we're both famous, I, I don't know how fulfilling it can be in the end. So is this why you're not married? Because it seems like your standards for marriage are ridiculously high. And I don't mean uh, that to say like I settled in any way, but 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 it sounds like you're being like I am gonna be like knocked off my dick and not be able to to understand like that shit wears off quick. So I was married. Yes, I'm saying currently married. I know. No, you I were understand, ma- and, and and it's pretty much that I that I that I knew I wouldn't do it again. And so many people feel like, and dude, there's there's parts of it that suck because there's nobody to ever bounce anything off from. Like every decision I make is completely on my own. That's you and, got me, buddy. 
Yeah, yeah. No, which is nice, but you know that you can't have like like there's a difference between a companion and a friend when you when yeah, you're but, talking. Yeah, but but when you say you'll never do it again, that's your decision. No, no, no. no. I didn't say I would never do it again. You I just would, did. I, I thought. No, I didn't. No. What I'm trying to say is that that I I I figured out what it is that's actually important to me and what the difference, at least I think for me, in in a success or a failure is going to be. And I and I saw and it's in in, in not only through being married but other relationships. So what I've is had. the difference? Are you once the, if, the ability, once did your relationship fall apart when you became the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> no, it did not. Oh. It, it, it fell apart when I became the host of the morning mashup. Wow. Um, so do you yeah. go in every See, day and just Tom, be like, "This show cost me my life. It cost Tom me and my I dream." Identify with a lot of things together. It's the ability to solve conflict. And you learn that. It's at, just it, by working not, at the matchup. No, I, no, I've learned it through through my relationships. Is that I'm not going to be in a relationship with somebody who holds grudges or or um, uh, I'm not able to resolve conflicts with. Okay, that's it. And and so I guess I just haven't haven't found been able to find somebody that can do it. Or that we can do it together. It's not even a, like a you. It's a. It's I a, was just going to say because thing. if your if your argument is goddamn all these women, I just keep constantly being in conflicts with them. <laughs> would at any point you'd be like, maybe it's me. I just I just haven't found the. Oh yeah, sure. And I just haven't found the fuzzy side of the Velcro yet. That's all. All right, but you don't think that Tom Brady ever really did. What. You're, you you told me that you don't think that their marriages are real, basically. I don't think that I don't think that let's put that, that they have lived up to their uh, romantic fulfillment potential. I think that they I think that they chose someone that was similar to them and they got along well enough with and went, okay, fine. Can you imagine hearing somebody talk about you and your wife life that like oh, this, that doesn't know you at all? How infuriating it would be. It would probably be awful. But 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 that's the thing is you know like and sometimes I think it would be more funny. Really? Yeah, I think it would be way more funny because when you know and you just see people making shit up, like I laugh at it. I just think it's it's just I think this is a particularly um, tough divorce to reconcile with. I mean, much in the same way, like as a fan of Howard Stern when he got divorced, I was like, ah, because the whole thing was like, well, he's crazy, but like he's got her. You know, like at home, like she's cool with it. If they're cool, I'm cool. And Tom Brady, you know, fanatical about football, but his whole thing was also being a dad, being a family man. Right. And so it's like, ah, what the fuck? Now, what I would really like to know, because, you know, obviously their divorce was, it, it, it happened relatively quickly as far as the public is aware. Was this kind of in the works before he unretired? Was I mean, they're this- saying she bought a house in February. So this, so in that case, he unretired because he was just like, "Well, fuck it, I guess." Yeah, I mean, that would certainly, it would certainly seem like maybe he, like, she was on her way out, and that he retired to try to save it, and maybe it didn't work, and he's like, "Fuck," and went right back. Yeah, because the narrative kind of became she, she's divorcing him because he went back to football. But now, knowing what's been reported, that doesn't necessarily, you know, jive with the timeline. Right. I guess I'm just saying is that is that is that when you look at celebrity marriages, right, I think and it's my own opinion. And you're right. I wasn't there. And the divorce certainly backs this up a little bit. But Tom and Giselle didn't have the bond that a, that a Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward did. So those are two celebrities that you think made it. what what does it take? Well, if you in a, know, it, if you know, like they they actually they loved salad dressing. Those yes, two. they loved salad dressing together, right? Yeah. But they but but when you learn about that relationship and how real that one appeared to be, at least from the outside, and then you, you just I, I I hold that as the gold standard celebrity relationship. Okay. Okay. Where okay. like you could tell that they were two people that were friends. Like they are they when you saw them together, you know, you know know when you can see people that are best friends and you know when you see people that are just looking good to walk the red carpet. What's always made me sad is when you're like a fan of a celebrity relationship and you can tell that one person in it does such a minor thing and it submarines the whole relationship. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they yes. do like a like a minor thing. And you're like, God damn it. You guys could have stayed together if not for that little thing. Like, yep. like that's why like I was a big um, Nicole Brown Simpson and OJ Simpson fan. And I kind of think like if OJ hadn't 
brutally murdered her, yeah, they, they could have ch- they could have had a chance. I mean, that's not going to be the world's most popular opinion, Mark. I think without that, <laughs> we're talking without OJ's brutal murder of his ex-wife. We talk about those two completely differently. You are not wrong. Just you know, keep that in your head. How much time do we? Two minutes left. We have two minutes. Yeah. Um, I, 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 we, we were uh, pretty much last place at the end of trivia. By the way, the reason I went to Florida, but I did. We were in first place going into the last round. What was the question? The, it, the, the, the final question where you have to bet points, right? Yeah. And we got it wrong. Oh yeah. Um, was uh, Michael Myers' mask was based off this TV character? I actually know this. I wish you were there. I it's, we would have won. It it's like a it, it's a William Shatner mask. So I guess the answer to the question would be Captain Kirk. Correct. And the guy, the host, did not accept Shatner. Well, he's not the character. That's right. He accepted. He only accepted the character. But I didn't. I didn't know it at all. I was. I had no idea. It did was a like lot Casper. of people get it right? Three teams. Three of eleven teams got it right. See, now this is this is of course if you listen to every episode of our show, and why don't you? Um, if you don't, uh, Ryan was in Florida for Boomer Trivia that started at 6 p.m. What time are you guys out of there? No, we were, we, it actually started at 7. Um, but you got to we get were, there to get a table. <laughs> we were out at 9.30. That's two and a half hours. It's a pretty it was long, a long game. game. It was a really long game. Dude, the, the crazy part is the first round was 50 questions on a piece of paper in an envelope. What were the questions? Fifty questions? They do the format a little bit differently, but this time there were there was lists. There was five top ten lists that you had to fill out, and you got a point for every one you got Wait, right. Top ten? So, what the fuck? Top ten? The top ten uh, highest selling cars in the United States. Mm. The top ten coldest states. The top ten home values. The top ten. It was like top ten college graduates. Jeez, and did then, you have yeah. to do them in order, or was it just wherever they you, were on? It, it, wherever they were. That must have been the most annoying thing to score we got 30 well you you you, it was honor system scoring with the other team you traded papers i hate this i hate this i don't like that at all i don't need to like show my ass to another team if i don't know the answer that's between the host and i i don't need the people next to me looking at my lists and judging it was of all the trivia games we've ever played or i've ever played this was the closest and 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 like the most fun compared to adam's game like our it was friend adam used to host tri- bar trivia in new york city at this place called shorty's which is now open uh it's called old city cheesesteaks or ye old city or something and that's if you're a phillies fan in new york city that's probably where you should be watching the world series it seems packed um ryan any thoughts before we get out of here nope that's it be here tomorrow bye goodbye